0: Take two. The San Diego goals are finally off the schneid after a long, unintended, and much-needed break. And also, Olin Zellweger, you're an all-star. We'll talk about all that on this episode of Locked On, Anaheim Ducks. You're Locked On, Ducks. Your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for well over a decade. Also, the public address voice for the Coachella Valley Firebirds, the team the goals happen to just play and have been covering minor league hockey for a long time. And it is goals Thursday. So, just as alluded in the intro, uh, this is take two. I had a whole episode recorded Um, have to re-record because of audio issues, so this is just going to be a much shorter version than we're used to because of time constraints and also because there is a Ducks game tonight, so we will get this episode out as soon as possible. Let's talk about Olin Zellweger, folks. Olin Zellweger is an all-star, the all-star representative for the San Diego Goals. That is right, Olin Zellweger, the young talented defenseman so far this season has had a pretty good time of it he is second in the league sorry second yeah second among rookie defensemen in scoring this season now I will point out that Olin Zellweger is considered a rookie because two seasons ago he only played the one game in the playoffs last year he had most of his time in juniors so he didn't really get to play last year at all This year is his actual rookie season, despite being 21 years old. And by the way, the fellow Virgo and fellow September 10th birthday, what up? (laughs) Another reason why I love Olin Zellweger, by the way, just like I love Troy Terry, we share a birthday, folks, because the best folks are born on September 10th. Olin Zellweger, Troy Terry, and myself, but it's really about Zells and Troy Terry. Anyway, as I mentioned, Olin Zellweger is second among rookie defensemen in scoring six goals, 16 assists, 22 points so far this season. Second only to the Ontario Reigns, Brant Clark, who was putting on a monster season in Ontario. 7 goals, 25 assists, 32 points in 30 games for Brant Clark. But we're not going to talk about him. This is all about Olin Zellweger and how far he has come in the two seasons. His progression, his overall game, is rounding out much better than I thought this season. Mainly because of how he's been brought up before. Let me rewind. Two seasons ago, Olin Zellweger did play one one singular playoff game for the San Diego goals very oddly got benched in game two despite getting a point in that playoff game. Yes, it was a late goal. I like, I remember this specifically. It was a very late goal when Ontario was already winning by a couple of goals and Zells celebrated that goal like crazy. Like, I remember that. But I also remember Coach Bouchard benching him for some reason in game two in an elimination game and the goals just got beat in that game i still don't understand that to this day last season in juniors i understand that remember the massive trade last year in juniors when olin zellweger got was in a trade package with 10 draft picks that's how important of a player that he is One thing that I've noticed about Olin Zellweger's game, he's always had the great skating ability. He's always had that incredible shot of his. And just to briefly talk about that for a hot second, because of where I am for Firebirds games, so when I do public address, I'm usually down in the box in between the penalty boxes. I have the home on on one side and the visitors on one side. So when San Diego came To Accrocher Arena earlier this season, I got to see Olin Zellweger up close. And I got to see that rocket of a shot that he got from the point. And I remember this very well. Is Olin Zellweger was just in front of me, like right along the wall. Kind of sort of just softly and slowly, but just kind of grazed his way very easily to the point, to the high point. And he just rifled it. I mean, he blistered that shot. And it was a clean goal from the blue line. Just for him to glide on over to that point, untouched, and get that kind of shot? Holy crap. That, that was a thing of beauty. I mean, when I saw that, my initial thought was, that's at least 90 miles an hour. That was a rocket of a shot. I hope he does the hardest shot challenge in the all-star skills competition because he's got a shot on him folks at least 90 miles an hour at least i wonder how fast and how hard his shot actually is because it actually sounded loud from my right side i mean that shot was maybe only 40 ish feet away from where i was sitting and to just hear it, it it's amazing the only thing that sounds better is Martin Furk's shots, But Olin Zellweger, that shot was amazing. But something else that I've noticed this season, and I noticed it a lot a couple weeks ago. I noticed it in the game at Coachella Valley. I noticed it last night. His entire defensive repertoire is beginning to round out. He is taking better care of the puck. He's becoming more responsible as far as playing pucks along the half boards. Uh, his pinching is a little bit better. He's not taking as many risks or being as unpredictable as he was. And this was even pointed out to me a few weeks ago. Is He's starting to dive for pucks. He's starting to block more shots and get in the way of Royal Road passes. This is very important because this is an aspect of the game that has been missing from the Ducks for a long time is you need someone that has the capability of being a shutdown defenseman. Someone that can take over in those opportunities that will be noticeable. And for him to start to round out that game, I think, is going to be a benefit to him in the near future. And also, Olin Zellweger is one of the main reasons why the Ducks were okay trading Jamie Drysdale. They have some talented defensemen down the pipeline. And even though Olin Zellweger has been brought up slowly and has been brought up in kind of a weird way that I somewhat agree with, he's still young, but he's right there. And this was earned. Olin Zellweger has been one of the best players on the goals this season. I would say probably the best players. has been Pavel Regenda, but he's been hurt. So Olin Zellweger... Much deserved. Congratulations, Olin Zellweger, the San Diego Goals representative, in this year's AHL All-Star Classic at TechCU Arena in San Jose. Alright, we're going to head to the first intermission. Talk about last night's game and the hard reset that the Goals definitely needed. We'll get to that on the other side. Now a word from... Oh, Jace Medical. Alright, fans. So, we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life. But can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than you know someone in my family getting sick, while a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication they need. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, among others. This could happen to any of us. Visit JaceMedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispersed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason JD Hernandez. Let's talk about last night's game, but before we talk about last night's game, let's talk about the games that did not take place over the weekend. I alluded to this before. There was a water main break that happened at Pachonga Arena about a week ago. It was then determined that the San Diego Gulls were not going to play any of those games. I alluded to this while I was at Akersher Arena this past weekend. And what wound up happening was the entire arena floor got flooded. There was about two feet of water. So they had to cancel last Friday and last... this Just past Friday and Saturday's games against the Bakersfield Condors. They also had to postpone a San Diego Soccer's game. But this is not indoor soccer. We're talking hockey here. Those two games got postponed. So then the goals were just given a day off. I mentioned that the goals needed a hard reset. Because they've only won three games against the rest of the Pacific... And all three of those wins have come against the Ontario Reign. Coachella Valley is a dangerous team, folks. I mean, I work for them, so I know how dangerous they are. The Firebirds have had the goals number for the past season and a half. I mean, pretty much every time these two teams play, you can almost guarantee at least a point for the Firebirds. Actually, in every game prior to this one, the Firebirds have gotten at least one point. So imagine seeing that game on the schedule after the I guess rescheduled games. My first thought was this is this is the hard reset the goals needed. They need a break from everything. They need a break from each other. They need a break from the arena. They need a break from anything hockey. They need a break just from the losing. The constant losing that's been happening. So, what wound up happening was they took a day off, no hockey activities, no nothing. And it's just been like that, right? So, now with the San Diego Goals being in tow, and we are live, by the way, the San Diego Goals needed a break. Enter the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Those of you may have saw what I just did. (laughs) Yeah. It it was a fast start for the Firebirds. It was very fast. They came out the first five minutes, guns a-blazing. They had the better speed. They had the better energy. Dare I say, the Firebirds looked like a team... That the Firebirds looked like a team that just played a back-to-back. The goals looked like a team that hasn't played in a while, and that was absolutely true. The goals had the fresher legs, they had a little bit more energy, they they had it the first few minutes. They were out shooting Coachella Valley. And then the Firebirds took over, they outshot the San Diego Goals 14 to 3 the last 15 minutes of the period. In my mind, I was like, okay, shots have gotta be like 20 to 5. But no, it wasn't that bad. It was only 16-6 to 6 at the end of one period. Yeah, only 16-6. to 6. It's surely not that bad. I mean, it's still not great. You're still getting outshot by a ton. You're still allowing a lot of shots. But in comes Thomas Sukanek, who I think saved the day on this one. Sukanek really saved their butts in this game. Second period. A nice tip play out in front. Andrew Agazino with the nice kind of shot pass, sort of, towards the net. But Weebs was right there to just get a stick on it. Hey, it counts, right? 1-0 San Diego. Then we got into the fun stuff, the rough stuff. The Carricks fought each other. Sorry, not the Carrick brothers. Connor Carrick and Trevor Carrick. No relation. So they got into it a little bit. Then we started seeing some weird penalties taking place in the second period. Then all of a sudden, we have a four on four towards the end of the period. And who's right there to help him out? Why, Andrew Agazino, who had just gotten the assist on the previous goal, he got the goal on this one from Chase DeLeo, making it 2 0. But I want to talk very briefly about Olin Zellweger. Yes, we're back to talking about Olin Zellweger because he had a hand in both of those goals. Let me explain. In the first goal, Olin Zellweger was the one that brought the puck very easily into their own offensive zone. So he gained the line and gained possession and kept possession and used his frame and used his good stick handling ability to keep control of the puck. Very important. We've seen in the recent past where the goals would bring a puck across the blue line and immediately lose it or immediately cough it up and give up a two-on-one going the other way. Not so much in this case. Zellweger has improved on that as well, and I can't believe I missed that. He's improved on gaining the line and gaining control. He did that during that first goal. He actually did kind of get a shot off during that part that looked like it was a good shot. And off of a pretty juicy rebound, the goals regains control. And this was his defensive partner at the time, Nick Wolf. That's another story for another day. Nick Wolf <laughs> gets it over to Agazzino, who kind of has that shot pass. Now, if Agazzino scores that goal and Weebs doesn't get a stick on it, then Olin Zellweger would have gotten credit for that secondary assist, but as such, he doesn't. Second goal, Olin Zellweger still does keep control again and has pretty solid control of the puck. Now, it was kind of coughed up towards the back of that area, but it was Chase DeLeo who got control back and got it right to Agazino. But Olin Zellweger was on the ice for both those goals and was very important in both of those goals. Just got to point that out, that Zellweger had himself a good game despite... Not getting on the scoreboard. Yeah. Zell's didn't get a point. But he was important, folks. He was very important. Later on in the game, third period, Firebirds strike back with a couple of goals. Max McCormick, Cameron Hughes. But Colton White with the big game-winning goal. It was 3-2. Glenn Godden got an empty netter after that. Gotta give credit to Colton White or saving the day, getting his first goal of the season. Congrats to him. And congrats to the San Diego Goals. They got a victory. Oh, but towards the third period, or in the third period, rather, um, the Goals committed a dumb penalty that I didn't like. Ducks fans are used to me saying this. Goals fans, um, another too-many-men penalty. The most avoidable penalty in hockey, and now the Goals are doing it again. Ay, Dios mio. But at least San Diego got the win, they won, and now they get to face the Iowa Wild, who are riding their own five-game skid. This is the chance for the goals to get back in it, and if there was ever a chance, it is now. All right, we're going to head into the second intermission, and we got to talk about some more All-Star stuff. Stay locked in. Now, a brief word from Sleeper. Now, folks, Sleeper is the one-stop shop for all your daily fantasy, you know, playing and whatnot. Because you could win 100 times your money this week by playing daily fantasy hockey. And you could take guys like McKinnon or Nikushkin. You could take guys like Frank Vitrano or Troy Terry. You could also play fantasy NFL, playoff time, and fantasy NBA, among other sports. All you have to do is whether eight guys will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, plus, minus, etc. So to win 100 times your bet on sleeper, correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. That's it. So use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Welcome back to Locked On Goals, which is under the umbrella of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. And this is all part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, let's talk some All-Star stuff. And I've got a slight bit of a rant coming. So, folks, get ready for this. All-Star Game takes place in a few weeks in San Jose. Here are the Atlantic All Stars. Here we go from the Bridgeport Islanders, Ruslan Ish. Ha! I, this is the one that I was afraid of. Iskakov, Iskakov. There we go from the Islanders. I got it eventually. From the Charlotte Checkers, Lucas Carlson. From the Hartford Wolfpack, Mac Hollowell and Brennan Offman. From the Hershey Bears, they're bringing three because they're the defending champs. They're the best team by far in the league. Ethan Frank, Dylan McElrath, and Clay Stevenson. From the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, Samu Tumala. From the P-Bruins, Georgi Merkulov. From the Springfield Thunderbirds, Dylan Coughlin, Coughlin and Adam Godet. And from Wilkes-Barre Scranton Pans, Joel Blomquist. Pretty solid team there in the Atlantic. In the North Division, Angus Crookshank. What a name. And Max Gwinnett from the Belleville Senators. But that is his name. Angus Crookshank. C-R-O-O-K-S-H-A-N-K. Yes, that's how you spell it. From the Cleveland Monsters, they got three all-stars. Jake Christensen, Trey Fix-Wolansky's having a great season, well-deserved. And Jet Greaves, all from Cleveland. From the Laval Rocket, Logan Mayu. From the Rochester Americans, Yuri Kulik, who's also deserving. And Isaac Rosen, from the Syracuse Crunch, Gage Gunkalvis. Who, by the way, just got called up to Tampa Bay earlier today. And also, Dennis Hildeby and Alex Steves from the Marlies. And Graham Clark from the Utica Comets. In the Central Division, moving to the West. Remember this name? Rocco Grimaldi, the lone representative from the Chicago Wolves. So Rocco Grimaldi, you're an all-star. From the Grand Rapids Griffins, Jonathan Berggren and Simon Edvinson. Nick Patan and Jesper Valstedt from the Iowa Wild. And by the way, Volstet had a rough go at it last night playing with Minnesota at Dallas, giving up a slew of goals. Volstedt is still young. He will. He will get there, folks. So, those two from the Iowa Wilds. Brad Lambert from the Manitoba Moose. Yaroslav Askarov from the Admirals. And Spencer Stasny also from the Admirals. Yes, chaotic goalie Askarov. Or, in the words of Sean O'Brien, <laughs> ASCI <Askey>, no! <laughs> then we have Ethan Del Mastro from the Rockford Icehogs. Matei Blumel, Maverick Bork, and Logan Stankoven, all from the Texas Stars. Now to our division, the Pacific Division. Archdeep Baines from the Abbotsford Canucks. Raphael Lavoie from the Bakersfield Condors. From Calgary, Matt Coronado and Dustin Wolf again. Riker Evans from the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Riley Tuft from the Colorado Eagles. Adam Cracknell from the Henderson Silver Knights. Brant Clark, who I mentioned before, from the Ontario Reign. Daniil Gushkin. From the San Jose... Ooh, Barracuda. And Dylan Genther and Matt Vallalta, both from the Tucson Roadrunners. And finally, of course, Olin Zellweger from the San Diego Gulls. A couple of things here. Did you notice that a lot of teams had two or three representatives from every other division? That's because the Pacific Division has 10 teams. 10 teams! So it's hard to get multiple guys on the team. Now, San Diego has been at the bottom of the standings, so it is understandable why there's not more than one San Diego Goals player. The only other one I would probably consider is Regenda, but he's been hurt, so that's understandable. But there's a lot of other players that are super deserving, and it starts at least in my mind, it starts with Sammy Fagimo of the Ontario Reign. And yes, I'm going specifically Pacific Division because 10 teams. Fagimo's got 31 points. He's almost leading the league in goals with 18 goals. And Fagimo has been outstanding for the Ontario Reign. I mean, I get why Brant Clark got named. But I think Fagimo is super deserving. Super deserving. He should have gone on the team. But, you know, Pacific Division, whatever, that's fine. Daniil Gushkin. Okay, that's also fine. That one I get as well. But, you know, there's some other names on there that I think could have easily been called. Logan Morrison for the Firebirds. He's been solid. How about... Oh, here's here's a name that I think could easily be an all-star. Shane Wright. Shane Wright is starting to tear it up in the American Hockey League. He didn't get called. I mean, Riker Evans is super deserving. But there's a bunch of guys that could have been named All-Stars and were not because of the division they're in. How dumb is that? I mean, there is a simple solution to this. Move teams around. You could move a team to the North from the Central. Maybe the Manitoba Moose can move from the Central to the North Division. It makes sense. Maybe move a couple of teams from the Pacific to the Central Division. Like, oh, I don't know, the Colorado Eagles. And maybe the Tucson Roadrunners. But there's a simple solution to that. And I'm re-recording this so I'm not going to be as mean on this second take. But there's a simple solution to this. The Coyotes don't have an arena. It's January 11th. They were supposed to have a deal done by now. Maybe just pull the ripcord. Move the Coyotes to Houston. And if that happens, then bring back the San Antonio Rampage. Move them to the central, boom, you're done. You have your eight teams in each division and a bit of evenness amongst all-star representatives and guys who are very deserving to be all-stars not getting on. I mean, that's just my, my own take on it, my own opinion on that, just for me. Okay, that's going to do it for this podcast. Once again, thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, ad-free on Amazon, and we're also on SiriusXM. You could follow me on X at StimpyJD. The show's X account is at LO underscore Ducks. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And thanks to all the Flyers fans that came out of the woodworks because of the big trade that happened earlier this week. And next podcast to finish off the week i'll be joined by jared ellis from locked on hurricanes we're going to break down the canes ducks game taking place later today and that will be it for the week and it's also going to be the halfway point of the season folks so we're going to have a lot to get to it'll be a super sized episode cannot wait for that once again thank you all for your continued support it is so greatly appreciated For Locked on Goals, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please remember to be safe out there. Be kind to one another, especially you Goals fans and especially Flyers fans. Be kind. And Ducks and Goals fly together.